0: This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. It's time for the Mr. Wonderful Show. Here's your host, Mr. Wonderful. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Mr. Wonderful Show. Very happy to be here at Thrill Me Podcast Network. Give us a follow on YouTube if you haven't done it yet. Also on Facebook. TikTok and Instagram new episode of haunters podcast is out the Halloween special the live edition of the show you can see that on our YouTube also you can listen to it uh, through the thrill me podcast network by searching for haunters podcast also got new episode of the metal groove out review it Rob show going to be coming out this Friday so a special Friday release of the review it Rob show Fingers crossed, he's going to have a review about a movie we'll talk about here in a minute. And that is the Weird Al Yankovic biopic that is going to be hitting Roku this Friday. Very excited for that. So, fingers crossed, review it. Rob is going to have a review of that. I'm going to have a review later on of Pray for the Devil, which got to see that. That was the Halloween movie. And happy belated Halloween to everybody. Hopefully, you liked last week's episode where we. Talked about five of the scariest horror movies according to experts. And yeah, hopefully you watch some of them. I know I got hit up, review it. Rob said he was gonna check out it follows, so hopefully he got to check that out. But yeah, let's get into it. There is a lot to talk about right now. Uh earlier today on this Wednesday, we got the new trailer for Spirited that's gonna be hitting Apple Plus as we move beyond. All of the Halloween stuff. And we are now moving into the Christmas stuff. So Spirited is actually going to hit theaters November 11th. Then it will be available on Apple TV Plus November 18th. Uh, Total retelling of the Scrooged Dickens classic. Where it this time around it is the Scrooge that is teaching the Ghost of Christmas Present. That being Ryan Reynolds teaching Will Ferrell. Uh, the lesson this time, so it's got a sizable $75 million budget, which is, you know, a nice little penny for something that's really going to have a one-week theater release, and probably select theaters as well, because I don't know if this, I think it starts with Knives Out, the sequel Glass Onion, I believe that is when the deal with Netflix and the major chains begins, so I that's like where AMC is going to show the film, Regal, Sinmark, the major chains. Because uh, up until that point, or, or this point right now, we're getting to it in history. Netflix and the major chains have not agreed. Uh, the major chains refused to show Netflix films, which is why you have had to go see a Netflix movie in independent theaters. Luckily, where I live, I'm not far away from an independent theater, so that's how I was able to see films like Army of the Dead when they were had that one week prior release in theaters. So this is going to get that. That is going to hit Apple Plus, uh, Apple TV Plus. It looks fun. I, I'm i into this. I like what I saw. I'm, I have not been a big Will Ferrell fan for a long time. Daddy's Home lost me and everything since then. And it kind of started to begin during the campaign where... Uh, Maybe I'll actually do that one for A to Z movie review on the Patreon, which you could check out last month if you join the Throw Me Podcast Network Patreon page. We talked Insidious. Also, Crypt of Horror is going up where we complete season four. So season four of that is done. You could check that out later on as well. Uh, Probably there right now. But I like what I see from this, even though uh, I'm not, haven't been a big fan of Will Ferrell uh, over a while. I love Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Ryan Reynolds looks like he's doing the Ryan Reynolds thing that I love him for. Octavia Spencer's in this. She's uh, she looks like she's having fun. She seems to be the love interest of Will Ferrell's character. Uh, so yeah, a little a little musical twist as well. A lot of looks like there's a few song and dance numbers in it. Ryan Reynolds, of course, was tweeting out, joking about how all of the dance class lessons and tap dance lessons that him and Will should have gone to take uh, would have really paid off for the movie. But, hey, that's coming out. I'm excited for it. Uh, it looks good. Some other trailers that actually dropped that I'm, I am I want to talk about uh, is the first real trailer for A Christmas Story Christmas. That is going to be coming to H- uh, HBO Max. Uh, give me a second. I'll have the date for you. But this is the return of Peter Billingsley's Ralphie as he comes home. Uh, and HBO Max November 17th is when it hits. So now we've got the grown-up Ralphie taking his family back to his childhood home on Cleveland Street. Uh, there in Indiana for the holidays. And the trailer reveals that this is going to be following the passing of his father played in the original film by the late Darren McGavin so uh, yeah i i'll be honest i was hesitant when this was first announced because i don't even know how many people know this but they tried a christmas story 2 i never saw it nobody saw it that's the thing granted billingsley and all of them didn't come back for that so that could have played into why it really didn't succeed that well but Everybody's back. The original cast is back. You get a you get a shot as well. Uh, Zach Ward as Scott Farkas, like everybody's there. It looks entertaining. It looks fun. Uh, again, I'm I'm still a little hesitant, but some of the callbacks were pretty good. There's there's a great joke in there when, when Ralphie and his wife take their kids to the same mall to meet Santa and the kids are going off and he jokes. He he says, Hey, don't don't let Santa kick you in the face, and it's like, why would Santa kick you in the face? Like what? And it's like, oh, trust me, like what are those like funny little callbacks that didn't feel? I, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be curious. I'm gonna be curious to see this film, but I I like the trailer. I was pretty stoked on what I saw. Uh, nothing about it made me, you know, the triple dog dare callback was pretty cool as well. So, uh, only time's going to tell whether or not this turns into a holiday classic, but for now, we got it. It's coming, November 17th, and we finally got to see our first real full, full look at it. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoy what we saw. So, some other news as well, uh, that I want to get to before we get into, um, the review of Pray for the Devil, uh, really, one thing that I saw that that I wanted to talk about, uh, Justin Long revealed that Vince Vaughn has a, a, quote, great idea for a dodgeball sequel. He is totally down for it. The only problem is that they need to convince Ben Stiller. Now, Justin has a podcast, Life is Short, and back in June, Ben was actually on it, and he tried to sell him on the sequel, but Ben was hesitant Uh, Justin went on, uh, just recently was talking about it, and he said that he's a little trepidatious about it. uh, Doing a sequel to something so beloved, something that people enjoy so much, but he's hoping that he can come around on it. Uh, Justin, though, wouldn't say what Vince's idea is, but the two of them uh, spent some time together. They actually got a holiday movie coming out. Uh, That's why this is coming up, because, you know, hey, I just talked about a holiday movie trailer that dropped Two holiday movie trailers that dropped today uh, uh, over the last forty-eight hours that are coming out this month because it's November, man. We're getting these things uh, where we, you know, we just skip past Thanksgiving for the most part and jump right into the Christmas season. Well, actually, we really kind of have started combining the two. I think where it's like we've we've created this weird mesh of fall continues into, like, the Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving morphs into, like, Christmas, so Christmas gets to creep over. It's weird. I don't know what the hell is going on in the world these days. All I know is Halloween's over, and I'm a little sad. But the two of them have a movie coming out, so through promotions, this kind of just came up. Justin brought it up. Here's the thing. I don't need a sequel to Dodgeball, just like I never needed a sequel to Zoolander. And that's probably why Ben Stiller is a little hesitant to touch dodgeball all these years later. I mean, where we left it—that's where we left it—is fine. I don't need a sequel. I don't want to know where Average Joe's is at this point. I'm just happy with what I got. The film is a classic. I—it's I, still quoted to this day. Don't touch it. Don't do it. Cause. These are the ones that really scare me. I know I I, you know, we just talked about a Christmas story Christmas, a sequel to a beloved Christmas classic. That looks okay. Like but there's always there's always a fear of touching these things and touching these great original films to come back all these years later. Like I don't need I don't need Dodgeball 2, man. I don't. I just don't need it. So uh, I know Justin Long would love for it to happen, but hey. Go off. Make, tux, make, make Tusk, baby. Go make Tusk too. Do that instead, you know? Keep your horror resume going. Do more of ba- the Barbarians. Do more of that, Justin. We don't need Dodgeball 2. I know you want it, but but we need that as much as we'd need an Accepted 2. Nah. Actually, now that I say that out loud, there could be something there to doing a sequel to Accepted. Actually, there there probably is something there to doing a sequel to it. Only if Only if you lean into the R rating this time. Don't PG-13 it up. Lean into the actual concept this time. Um, Alright, so talking a lot of movies right now. I uh, do want to mention there are some other movies coming out this month that uh, you definitely want to throw onto your radar. I know I didn't really talk about it because uh, I actually... Did not check out the trailer for it yet, so I didn't want to fully dive into it. But Disenchanted is going to hit Disney Plus on the 18th. Uh, Got Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. That will be a big review coming. I might want to talk to the Thrill Me guys. Uh, Maybe we do a big thing, uh, a, a big review about that because this is going to be a huge film. That's coming out on the 11th. Uh, And I want to throw out as well that The Fablemans, the Steven Spielberg film, that's going to be coming out right in time for Thanksgiving on the 23rd. I'm stoked on that. Paul Dano plays his dad. Um, Michelle Williams, not of Destiny's Child fame, of Dawson's Creek fame, plays his mom. And it's all about Spielberg's life growing up and like a retelling of his childhood. The closest thing to a biopic you're going to get... From the actual guy who's directing the movie about his life growing up. Like, this is the closest thing to an accurate biopic you're probably ever going to get without calling it a biopic. Um, or maybe they are calling it a biopic. But either way, it's all about his life growing up and getting into the movie industry. Uh, and then finally, I teased it this Friday. Uh, the Weird Al uh, Yankovic story... Uh, Weird, the Al Yankovic story with Daniel Radcliffe is going to be hitting the Roku channel. So uh, definitely going to be checking that one out. I know Rob's excited for that. And uh, yeah, that's that's something to look forward to coming out. And actually, holy cow, um, <laughs> to make it even more of a want to see it, 44 reviews have been submitted to Rotten Tomatoes for this biograph comedy hour and 48 minute film. right now on Rotten Tomato as I record this. This is sitting at 93% on Rotten Tomato right now. Holy cow. The hype is so real for the weird Al Yankovic story. Holy crap. I am even more excited for this film seeing that. Okay. Excitement aside, let's get into the review this week. I checked out on Halloween, Pray for the Devil. New film out in theaters from Lionsgate. A little Halloween release, and I happen to be on Rotten Tomatoes for this reason. 26 reviews have been submitted for this film. It is sitting at a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I tell you that because this is a movie that follows Sister Anne, who believes that she is answering a calling to be the first female exorcist, but who or what called her in response to a global rise in demonic possessions? Anne seeks out a place at an exorcism school reopened by the Catholic Church. Until now, these schools have only trained priests in the rites of exorcism, but a professor recognizes Sister Anne's gift and agrees to train her thrust onto the spiritual front line with fellow student Father Dante, Sister Anne finds herself in a battle for the soul of a young girl who Sister Anne believes is possessed by the same demon that her mother was possessed by years ago and tormented her, determined to root out the evil, and soon realizes the devil has her right where he wants her. So, yeah, I, I bring up the Rotten Tomato score because this this movie... Doesn't really break much ground as far as a demon, possession type of story goes. But there was a lot about this movie that I actually did kind of like and where it was going and some of the things that it was, like questions and concepts and things like that, that it was going into as far as the Catholic Church goes, as far as the idea of the first female exorcist. Now, yes... Do these things all merge together and mesh well together? Mm. But a lot of this film is on the build-ups to the jump scares. You know, so it might fall short on some things, but in my eyes, it's got some memorable, scary, entertaining moments to this film. And has some momentum to it. Now... Again, if you are a horror movie fan the way I am, nothing about this movie is truly going to blow you away with the wow concept. If you've seen one of these possession films, you've seen them all. They they all kind of follow a formula, the same way Marvel follows a formula. You know, you have we're all leading up to a skybeam battle at the end of the movie, right? We know that's coming. That's the same thing with these Exorcist films. We know it's, we know where this is going to lead up to. And some of the twists, some of the turns, some of the things like that, you know, again, some of it doesn't land, but it does have memorable moments to it to where I enjoyed it. It, 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 it stirs up a lot of scares. There are a, a good few moments that get me with the way that they, are, that they execute the scares. But uh, it, its pitfall is that, like many Exorcist movies, it, it just falls into some of the traps of those films a little frequently. It is a gorgeous film, though. And again, I like some of the concepts. I wish some of the things that they were trying to piece together, they pieced together better. Uh, one thing I really wish they didn't do because it was so obvious when they were going to do it that I I really hope they didn't. I'm happy, though, that there was another thing. Towards the end of the movie, there was one thing that I thought that they were going to do, and I'm happy they didn't, and that they leaned another way because that is the way, after everything was said and done, I I was afraid of one thing that they'd do, And that made me satisfied when they avoided going that road. So, I do recommend Pray for the Devil. Do not expect to be getting something that's changing the game as far as exorcism possession films go. But it's a fresh take, it's something new. And again, the first, and really here's the key the first two thirds of this film i I kind of enjoy then some of the third act I really enjoy. so let that kind of be however you want to take it, even though you know it you know again, I recommend it i I you don't need to run out to the theaters to see this one. Don't think you have to go to the theater. You can wait for home video. Oh, God, I just showed my age. You can wait for it to come to Blockbuster. You can give them a call. You know, give your local video sto- store a call and ask them to put the film on hold for you so that Friday, when you get home and you leave in work, you can go directly to the video store and say, Hey, do you got pray for the devil for the Smith family? I called it in on Tuesday to reserve it for Friday. We're going to have family movie. Let me get some of the popcorn as well while we're at it. That's my Blockbuster voice, by the way. I'm, I'm very excited to be inside the Blockbuster. It always smells so wonderful in here. Remember the smell of Blockbuster? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, wherever it comes streaming-wise, Redbox, however the hell you watch your, your new movies these days, um, when it's there, give it a watch. You know, it's all right. Alright, thank you guys for hanging out. Again, like, subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever you listen. Uh, share it with friends, share it with family, share it with your enemies if you think the show sucks and you want to get back at them. I don't care. Share the show. Also, <laughs> give a like, Throw Me Podcast Network, uh, if, you had, if you didn't do it back at the start of this, on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, and on YouTube. Um, Improper Guidance out tomorrow as well, so uh, another reason why you want to subscribe to the Throw Me Podcast Network and subscribe to all of the shows that are a part of the Throw Me Podcast Network so you can get new episodes. And uh, don't forget, review Rob's show coming out this Friday as well. So uh, until next week, peace and love.